Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I, I enjoyed that conversation with Ryan Dolan, the VP of Business Development for United Bridge Partners. Um, obviously, he's very articulate. He's uh, he's been he's been doing this for for about two and a half years with United Bridge Partners. He's been involved in some other projects. Of course, United Bridge Partners has been working all across the United States. Now, look at them as really kind of a financial institution almost, and that bridge has happened to be the tool that they're using. But essentially, essentially what they'll be doing is loaning the city $170 million. city gets this turnkey solution on a bridge, and they pay for it with tolls. And... Uh, as I said, I'm really very much for the new bridge, and I'm very much uh, I have very serious concerns about the toll. I mean, it's just the reality. That's where I stand right now. And but if we want a bridge in our lifetime, this may be the only option. I want to understand more about the infrastructure bill, the allocations to Mississippi, and how we might get our hands on some of that. We'll get we'll come to that that um, resolution at some point. But at the at, you know for for the time being, I will I will commit several segments. Uh, over the course of the next few months to uh, having conversations about this, making sure we understand both sides of the story and uh, both sides of the project and all their other alternatives. I look forward to talking to Fofo about that in the near future. Now let's shift gears and move to my friend, uh, Cynthia Sutton, who's the executive director of the Ocean Springs Chamber. She's also involved in tourism in uh, Ocean Springs and always enjoy my, my conversations with her. But this is Tuesday, and we, I mean, this is Thanksgiving week, Cynthia. This is the moment in time, the time of the year where we're all focused on pausing, at least we're hopefully pausing for a second to give thanks and to, to you know, think about the holiday season and whatever. But how's life in Ocean Springs? Uh, you know, busy as always. You know, yes, we're glad to have Thanksgiving week. Um, everybody is ready to take a moment to go home and enjoy time with their families. But uh, we are in full holiday mode here in Ocean Springs as we have hopefully recovered from cruising and Peter Anderson. So it's it's good here. Well, I tell you, I had a I had a great conversation last week with Robert St. John about the documentary about Walter Anderson and... Um, the book that that he that he's that should be out any time that was hung up on a ship off the coast of California, the port of California. But That's crazy. Uh, but it's it's the definitive book on Walter Anderson, and the and the um, and the documentary is the definitive documentary on it. And I predict, I've, I significantly predict, that once sort of the rest of the world gets to know Walter Anderson, it will have a George Orr type impact on his art. I really predict that because. As, as he pointed out in the conversation, as Robert pointed out in the conversation, and as Julian Rankin has pointed out many, many times in the past, that Walter Anderson had this unique ability to either write about uh, or, or, or do art around the sense of place that's so special about where we live. But he was a Renaissance man, and, and the rest of the world's about to find out, aren't they? They are, you know, it was really, really cool to hear about this book and hear what um, what the two guys are doing, putting this together. It's it's amazing. Like you said, it's a documentary of the the of Walter Anderson, but it also gives you a look into the family. The family is very protective. They're wonderful, love working with the family. And it's just I heard at one point when somebody was rewatching it that they were crying just just to just 
but because of knowing the family and knowing how they are. And I think you are right 100%. It's going to give a whole new perspective into the life of Walter Anderson. And I like what you said, because I always say this too, when I have to speak or talk a little bit about economic development in the arts. The Anderson family really did, starting with Walter Anderson's mom, you know, really did start an art colony in the community that started people moving and living here and starting businesses here. So they are definitely um, a forefront um, runners in creating economic development of what our town is today. So it is very, very um, um, honorable to have this new book coming out. Well, just a couple of another quick quick points about Walter Anderson. He was a prolific artist. They they really understood after his death how prolific he really was. Mm -hmm. But he was also a prolific writer. He wrote a lot. He was a big deep thinker. And one of the one of the things I shared when in the conversation with with Robert was something that that Walter Anderson wrote. And it, and if you think about going out to the islands and sitting in quietness of the island. And just taking it all in, this kind of describes that. But let me, let me read a quote to you because I think this is really a good one. He said, all movement is to invisible music. It comes from the sun and the wind and a rabbit and a crow and cock. And together it's part of a great symphony. The longer we listen and the quieter we are, the more we hear. And when we do hear, we are part of the music instead of an unwelcome in interruption. Wow. I mean, Love just, that. And so many more. I got just in my own research about him, I, I gathered so much. One of the things I pointed out is I've got one of the uh, one of the paintings that he did of uh, a pelican over my bed at our guest bedroom. And when I look at that now, I've always appreciated his unique style, but when I look at it now, it even means more to me now. And my right. prediction is the rest of the world will soon know as well. Ooh. And it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. So that would be so tell me about getting ready for the holidays in Ocean Springs. Yes. Well, you know, in Ocean Springs, the, the holiday season, the Christmas holiday season, is a very important season for our business community. Of course, the spirit of the season and the reason for the season, but it really helps our business community um, one of the things sustain, you know, they get through Cruz and they get through Peter Anderson. That's literally, like I said, what helps their business thrive. And then the holiday season is just like the 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 tip top, the top of it. You know, um, this is where they want to get rid of the rest of their inventory. You know, they've spent all year getting ready for the Christmas holidays. And in Ocean Springs, you know, these businesses, these small businesses, you know, we have more than 100 in walkable downtown of shops, restaurants, galleries that people it really, the way that you can find one of a kind, unique gifts. So our businesses are ready. We have some fun events coming up and we actually have a really cool holiday gift guide that we just put on our Facebook page so people can kind of see what those unique gifts are from those shops. That's so, that's so cool. I, I love, again, Ocean Springs, but we talk about this as it relates to all the emerging, you know, neat things in each of the cities that make up coastal Mississippi, but the whole notion right. of parking and they're just walking around and taking it all in and the, the decorations and the sense of life and spirit that's in the city. I mean, it is a special time of year there, isn't it? 
It is. You know, we are, we do have that unique downtown that no other town on coastal Mississippi has, but of course it works as a whole partnership, but we have that unique walkable downtown that you just literally just, you get in the holiday spirit by seeing those decorations, by visiting those businesses. And of course, you're always going to find something. So who doesn't love shopping, especially during the holidays? But yeah, I mean, you know, this month, uh, our businesses, some of them are having extended hours, so you'll have more time to shop. And, you know, some of them are going to have some cool things for the holiday open house, refreshments and snacks. And some of them are going to actually carry that on through the holiday season. So you'll feel warm and hopefully welcomed, like just like at home when you come shop Ocean Springs this month. <laughs> I kind of envision a kind of a cool day with some spiced tea. Ooh. Sipping on it, <laughs> walking down the sidewalk, maybe hearing in the distance some, you know, jingle bells playing, or maybe White Christmas. Um, that's what it's, I mean. That feeling exactly. that you have—that's what it's all about, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. And I mean, it's cool that you mentioned spice and tea because a lot of people don't know they actually have. You can actually sample their tea, so you know it's a fun way to get out and kind of be a little interactive throughout town, not just downtown, uptown, all around town, but. Oh, yeah, that's our plan. We want people to feel just like that shopping with us in Ocean Springs this month. We can't overemphasize how important uh, small business is to the backbone of the Ocean Springs mm -hmm. economy, can we? No, I mean, that is, that is, like that, I like to say, you know, along coastal Mississippi, each town has their different attractors, you know, and in Ocean Springs, our attractors are our um, small businesses. You know, we have attractions like the Mary C., the Walter Anderson Museum of Art, but literally, the, that is its own kind of shopping district that is an attraction in itself to uh, anyone from around anywhere. I mean, I... Yeah. I I've been actually already shopping that holiday gift guide, so I'm excited. <laughs> hey, so when people come in, so, so you have the Ocean Springs Chamber side of things, but then you have the tourism side of things where yep. people stop by to get information about the city. What's it look like these days? What's the flow of people from outside the area? What's that look like? Well, you know, it's kind of cool. Finally, um, well, uh, before I say finally, um, you know, it, it's due to COVID and everything, Tourism numbers have dropped substantially. People just haven't gotten out and traveled. But we hear that people are getting out again. And we actually saw that record increase around cruising. On average, we get around 400 to 500. I don't know if we're going to get back up to that. Um, uh, visitors that come through the Ocean Springs Visitor Center every month. And cruising, we actually hit those numbers again. So we're starting yeah. to see that increase. And we get people from all over, all over. During the cruising and Peter Anderson time, we had people from California, New York, you name it. Our goal is by the end of the year to hopefully have someone from all 50 states come by. Yeah, I can see that that could be possible for sure. This is Cynthia Sutton. She's the executive director of, Ocean, of the Ocean Frank Chamber. She's also involved in tourism there. When we come back, I want to look back at the at the at the uh, Peter Anderson Festival and just because I hear, heard it went really well, so I want to talk more about it. what's the results of that. We'll see you after this break. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. 
talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Look, if you're a regular listener of Coast View, you know that I spend a lot of time with chamber uh, executives all across the coast because they really kind of have they have a good feel for the heartbeat of their communities and as I will always say every chance I get that at the backbone of a great economy, any any economy of a city, uh, that you will always find small business and everything we can do to help their, make their lives better and to help them improve their business situation, especially coming out of the pandemic and with all the, the you know, the supply chain issues and all this other stuff. They they need us. They need our help. So, hey, Cynthia, you guys. Okay, so we're we're, we're going into Thanksgiving, but then we really get into the holiday season in a big way. Yep. What what do you guys have planned around that? Well, our big holiday promotion, we kind of, we've named it last year, By Golly Be Jolly. That's our holiday campaign. And starting Small Business Saturday, November 27th, through the holiday open house weekend, um, which is December um, 3rd and 4th, but we also have something on the 5th. That's our main holiday push. Our business are going to have specials like no other starting on small business saturday the 27th and then again we have the tree lighting event which is going to be amazing in downtown ocean springs on thursday december 2nd with santa and movie on the lawn and all kind of cool stuff and activities great partners to put that on for december 2nd 6 to 8 p.m and then the holiday open house on the third and the fourth and then the discover christmas parade Sunday the 5th. It's just going to be a week long of specials, activities, Santa sightings everywhere. We have Buddy, our elf, on the shelf that's going to be out and about. He helped us create the gift guide. He's going to be showing you things around town. We'll have elves around town passing out cookies sporadically during the holiday open house. Christmas caroling by First Baptist Church around town. And then, of course, um, you'll see coming to life uh, over the next week or so our downtown just hopefully um, coming to life with decorations. That's cool. And again, just I can just <laughs> feel it as you talk about it. Okay, so let's look back at the Peter Anderson Festival. Mm-hmm. You guys have made a lot of refinements in it. You sort of limited the number of booths so that the quality would be there. That's a big learning from the pandemic. How did right. it go? How did you it go? You know, it went great. Um, you know, every couple of years I say, record crowds, best event ever. I would have to say this probably was the, you know, it, it, it reached a new high due to COVID. Like you said, we did downsize. We went to 350 vendor booths where we used to have 450. So with that new standard, we reached a new high record sales just from these vendors alone. The sales tax report that we turned into the state was $85,000. That's wow. just the 7%. That, <laughs> From vendors only. Not our, not our shops, not our restaurants, and everybody had record sales and record crowds. So. Wow. So uh, you had you got lucky on the weather? Yes, we did. Two beautiful days. A little chilly in the morning, but warm enough in the afternoon, which I kind of like it that way because you can kind of layer. And then in the afternoon, you know, you can sit out at the food court and enjoy lunch or, you know, right before five, you know, enjoy dinner. So the weather was amazing, which, of course, adds to the whole thing. And I mean, there was nonstop people activity all day, both days. I mean, I think people were still 
um, out purchasing on Sunday after five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Hey, you know, one of the things I didn't get, I was out of town this year, but, but when I go to the Peter Anderson festival each year, the thing that hits me as you walk around there is that my goodness, there are so many talented artists. I mean, we're that you don't you don't always see that when you go just to the art stores which yeah. in the art store you're going to see incredible artists but when you in that environment the collection of artists of all kinds yeah. from potters to to you know painters to and all points in between it's really impressive isn't it it is you know it's a jury fine art show which that's what helps us get that quality up but it's become so nationally known amongst artists that we had artists this year from virginia texas montana california florida i mean i hadn't figured out if i hadn't figured out the numbers to see if they came from how many states but they came from all over the u.s and they bring a quality like no other and a cool thing that i actually noticed and this happens from time to time I mean, this happened this year that some of our local shops actually find new artists to exhibit in their shops, new products to put in their shops through some of the vendors at Peter Anderson Festival. And I saw that happen this year. Well, I mean, hey, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't mm -hmm. they? Because this what a great way to see, see, you know, artists that maybe you saw last year and during the past year, they've taking it to a whole new level what about new burgeoning law yeah. artists that are just being discovered mm -hmm. um, yeah and we had several of those as well um we even had one that we featured at the blue moon kickoff event an emerging new artist a muralist artist an abstract artist and um he was at the festival as well so we probably had a little over little over one third new vendors from all over that have never been that's that is so impressive you, who doesn't love Ocean Springs? What a great community! <laughs> I love I love the city and a lot of for a lot of reasons, but one of which is that democracy is alive and well. People are engaged in that community. You know, there's a lot of voices to make sure the outcomes are in keeping with you know maintaining the sense of place and also still growing at the same time. But anyway, Cynthia Sutton from the uh, Ocean Springs Chamber from the tourism effort there as well. It's been a pleasure to uh, spend some time with you. Have a th uh, great Thanksgiving. You guys too. Thank you. You bet. We'll see you later. And uh, have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow with a special edition of, uh, of uh, well, actually, the special edition is Thursday. Thanks. Tomorrow we'll have a normal show. We'll see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.